Hello, my friends. Welcome to Lonneke Talks USA. I have good news for you. President Trump was acquitted today, just a few moments ago. And we're going to talk about it. In my ear, I have uh, Chuck Schumer still talking in the Senate. And uh, he's very happy that a few Republicans voted for it, but it didn't make it. But we have to keep, um, you know, going after Trump. That's basically what he's saying. It's a little bit hard for me to talk uh, to you and then to listen to him. So I'm going to turn it off. If I see someone... So maybe if the people at home hear something special going on, something new, because uh, it looks like he's trying to pull a little scheme again, just notify Lonneke in the chat. Yes. Um, so it's something that we were hoping for. It's the justice. It's the fair thing. Um, the, the number one reason why he should be acquitted is because there was no due process and there was no, I don't think myself it was constitutional because he's out of office and the whole impeachment process is for people that are in office and apparently he's not in office or maybe we don't know something that they know, um, but he is acquitted. And I'm sure it's not the end of going after President Trump, but at least it's the first step to the future. So what happened? The past days, they were talking about why... One side was talking about why he should be impeached. The other side was basically saying why he shouldn't be impeached. In the end, we have 57 people that voted. We have 100 senators, 57 of them voted to convict so that he was guilty and that means that 43 were am i saying that right uh, okay i need to double check i this just happened a few moments ago but what we know is that the following republicans voted with the democrats which is burr cassidy Collins, Murkowski, Romney, Sassy, and Toomey. So those can probably expect a primary coming up because that's what all the Republicans said. Like if one is going to vote to convict President Trump, we're going to primary them. But that means that two were more talking about convicting him and saying that he's guilty than uh, we were thinking. We were thinking 55 people would vote to uh, convict and it ended up being 57. But still, it is not 67, which you need to remove someone from office. Again, it's weird because he's not in office. But if a president is in office and you want to impeach him and then convict him, you need two-thirds of the Senate. And that didn't happen. So that is what's going on right now. The We have been looking at this uh, over the past days. Something really weird happened today. I don't know if you saw my latest video on Wednesday. Well, right after I see everybody in the chat. Hi, how are you? Hope you're doing well. I want to say special happy birthday to Vivo. I know you're watching. It's your birthday today. I cannot give you a better present than the acquittal of President Trump, I think. So here you go. And yeah, what happened this week? Well, Wednesday I did a live chat, which was nice. And then the two days after I've been in bed, I've been really unwell. And uh, I just, you know, got out of bed. I saw that he was acquitted. I saw that it was looking good. I heard all the evidence. We're going to talk about everything that happened. But I, I jumped in the shower and here I am sitting for you in front of you because I really wanted to talk to you about this. But yeah, it's, it's a positive thing that has happened, especially... That we still hear new things coming out. What happened on January 6th. And 
so both sides were allowed to do up to 16 hours of showing their evidence. And of course, the Democrats did that. They had these House managers, House impeachment managers that came to talk about the case. And they basically talked about Trump that he's the worst person ever. They showed videos, but they never showed videos that he said peacefully, patriotically, or all the times that he asked for nonviolence. The first day that the president's team was speaking, it was a little, they weren't the best, but they really redeemed themselves. And I really think that lawyer uh, Michael Vanderveen, which is a Dutch name, um, that he did a really good job. He did most of the talking uh, and he, I think he did a really, he just said, this is just, you know, a rush impeachment, no due process. We still hear new things. And this morning when I woke up, I saw that they voted to have um, uh, a vote to get all these these um, witnesses to testify. And I was like, oh, there we go. We're going to have weeks of impeachment trial and hear all these witnesses. Okay. And the Republicans already said we're going to have about 301 witnesses so far. So it's going to last a long time. So they voted in favor, which you need a majority to do that, just over 50 to do that. So they voted in favor to calling witnesses. But right after they got what they wanted, they pulled out. They said, we're not going to do these witness hearings. And maybe it's because the Republicans were saying, we want to have Nancy Pelosi testify, which of course the Democrats don't want, because there's also stories that Trump, for instance, wanted to send in about 10,000 national troops to defend the Capitol and that they didn't want it. And that Nancy Pelosi heard about that there were going to be uh, possible breaches on January 6th and she didn't want to put in security. So those are questions that she could have answered. But suddenly they pulled out. They were like, okay, we're doing the ending arguments. And then the Democrats wanted to show some new evidence, which then the lawyer of the Trump team said, this was not in the evidence. Like in the ending argument, you cannot bring up new evidence apparently. So they were saying it's not allowed, this video. And um, so they both did their own side. I think that's, again, the lawyer of Trump did a good job. He was very calm and collected. Unfortunately, two Republicans voted with more, two more Republicans voted with the Democrats. But it's about the end result. And the end result is acquittal. And that's the only fair thing, I think. We will hear much more of what happened really on January 6th. FBI is doing investigations. And also one important thing that, uh, that this lawyer said over the days was like, nobody is okay with what happened on January 6th. Not President Trump. He never asked for it. He didn't want it. So we are in agreement on both sides that we don't want it. And one thing that was also in unison is that, or they were together, is that they... Um, the officer Goodman, who was the one that basically led all the the rioters away, um, he was gifted like a gold medal of the House or Congress gold medal because of um, his uh, courage, and everybody was applauding. So they were all in unison; they were all together doing that for him. So that is what happened, and. Um, yeah, uh, it could be that if the Senate continues this trial, they cannot 
pass any legislation. You know, we still in America have issues with the lockdown, with the COVID. People are suffering. We had a um, situation where people don't have to pay the rent right now. It was frozen, but at one point it will be unfrozen. They have to pay the rent and many people don't have that money. So there's an issue with that. Biden promised $2,000, but people are not going to get $2,000 and getting $1,400. And there's also new rules depending on if you had a certain income. But isn't that because uh, most of them already got $600? That's the, isn't that the reasoning behind it? Yes, but people feel that he said 2000 after the 600 was already given so that we would get an additional 2000 He also said he wouldn't close the pipelines. He's just another politician, so... Yeah, many people are waking up to that. If you have any stories or you have something you want to say or call out, uh, uh, you want to leave a message, you want me to shout out someone's name or, you know, like I just did for Vivo, wishing happy birthday. You can do that in a super chat. If you want to be part of this conversation, you want to, you know, also change the, the way we are what we're talking about and otherwise Dirk and I are just going to talk about what the week was like and what the future will look like. Maybe you have some ideas. I would love to know. We are also, um, we're, we are, this is just something that happens. The acquittal. I already knew that this was kind of going to happen. Um, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell were already saying, they already said they were going to vote to acquit. So then the Democrats wanted to do this whole witness thing to, to make it uh, continue and go on forever. But maybe someone from outside told the Democrats, like, yeah, great, you got this witness thing happening, but we don't want Nancy Pelosi and all these people to testify. So, and otherwise all the Senate is caught up in this trial and we want to move on with Biden and we have to talk about the relief bill and we have all these things we have to do and otherwise Biden cannot do anything. Uh, and then we'll be in 100 days with President Biden and nothing is done because of this uh, trial that everybody's caught up in. So we know it's, we're not going to get this one. So just leave a lasting impression that President Trump sucks and move on. That's maybe what that could have happened. I don't know, but it, it looks like something happened that made them change their minds. And um, we also hear of... so I was, How is it possible that people can just change their minds? Because all of a sudden they say, let's do a witness hearing. Yes. If, if a judge orders a witness hearing in, in a case, there, he... It's not going to change all of a sudden. It's a it's a little weird in my in my view. But the Senate so far and the Congress have done some things that many seem unconstitutional, like you know President Trump impeaching him when he is without any process. Remember, the House impeached him within three days. But then again, you know they've cheapened the political process so much they have made it like a, it's a tool now and. I, the Democrats, they have opened this Pandora's box. I don't think they know what they got themselves into because now the Republicans are like, you have been using this as a political tool against us. So when we have a chance, we're going to do the same thing to you. So we're going to, you know, if you, and I think it's unfortunate because you should respect the constitution, but, um, I think that that they started something, and I don't know if they 
they think it's great for when it works for them, but what if it happens the other way around? We already saw that during the impeachment trial for the people that didn't watch it, there are some videos that they showed of people. For instance, the the prosecution was like, Trump said the words, you fight for your life or something like that, something with fight. And he said it in his speech. And that was inciting violence and riling people up. That's what they uh, were saying. But then the defense was very smart. They edited a video, and I mean edited, just cutting out the parts where all these politicians that were even sitting in the Senate and in the House, even President Biden, even Kamala Harris, what when they were saying fight, and Harris has this distinct way of talking with her hand like this and her finger like this, and they ended it on one of the videos they it was kind of like they wanted to show people what Kamala really was like. So they ended it with fight and they the really nasty look on her face. And that was what the last lasting impression on many people, especially people that were watching. Um, so they did a good job for 10 or 13 minutes, just the whole time fight, 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 fight. Because it's a normal part in speech that's not directly inciting violence. It's telling people to fight, for instance, in primaries or in you know uh, going to um challenge people in the political spectrum and voting and all these things and also president trump said that right after he said we're going to fight for whatever he said he said afterwards um right after and they cut it off and this is also some smart thing that the defense did they or defense did they first showed where the prosecution all these house managers including Madeline Dean, Joaquin Castro, Ted Lee, and a few other, Jamie Raskin, to... Okay, so this is where they stopped the video. This is what happened after the reality. And he said, we are going to... If, you know, Republicans don't do what they're supposed to do, we're going to primary the hell out of them. That's what Trump said. So that's... I thought, I thought it was delicious when... Trump's team was um, the one talking yesterday that they were showing all these videos and setting the record straight because many people are watching and hoping to have this dictator, evil Trump be convicted. And now they're all crying because he's acquitted. But if you look at the whole situation, you knew that that was going to happen if you were realistic. Also, based on facts, and if this was in a real court, you know, you have to come with evidence that someone directly did something, committed a crime, and it's not hearsay. And you that's also something they did. They even edited pieces of what people said the days before, like it was reported. The report said this, reported, reported, reported. It was all hearsay. It was all seconds. It wasn't a straightforward witness that was there. It was more hearsay. And that is, yeah, you. I think you can use that in court, but it's not like evidence, like it really happened. And I think that's where we got to the point that we are... That he's acquitted, and so I thought that the, that the, the Trump's team did a good job, especially taking the time. They only took a few hours. They didn't want to take the sixteen hours. Just very short. So also the what is smart about this is that the media wants to cut a few pieces out of it to show people, and if it's mostly videos of what the other side said, and if you repeat it. And if you don't spend hours and hours talking, then they it's hard for them to, to cut and paste and make up their own narrative. So I would have probably, 
if I was on Team Trump, I would have done the same. And um, yeah, I, I think um, it's a little sigh of relief for temporarily because we know that this is not going to stop. And for the people that support Trump, that um, know what is happening, I, you know the cancel culture, it will continue. And we have heard that in the news this week as well. But more and more people standing up saying we're going to cancel the cancel culture just like I have on my sweater. If you want a cool sweater like this, there's a link below this video to get your own. It's on Teespring. It's very easy for anybody around the world to uh, purchase it. And that's a way to support me and you're part of the team. And I see more and more people talking about canceling this cancel culture. And you have to just stop this nonsense and do your own thing. And one of the newest victims this week was Gina Carano. I don't like Star Wars and all those kind of movies, but I'm a fan right away because I always support the underdog, the people that are unfairly canceled or attacked. And in this case, it's her. She's an ex-W, no, MMA fighter. And she was making Star Wars a little more feminine. You know, this whole trend where everything needs to be more feminine. But you kind of can only become more with women playing these these uh, hero roles if it's uh, someone that's, that thinks the same way as the Hollywood does. And it was apparent at one point that she was more of a conservative over the past months. So what I saw... Um, that they were already trying to find a way to get rid of her. And then she said a few tweets about something that I actually agree on with her. She was observing something and she was warning people for it. And she's removed because of it. Um, right away, no discussion possible. I saw that Hasbro, which uh, they make um, these toys, they removed like a toy of her right away. But... She was not like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, she was like, I am not going to stop. This is actually freeing me of obligations and it's making me free to speak my truth. And right away she went with Ben Shapiro, which is a big name on the other side, like a, also a thinker, free thinker. Um, he speaks very fast. It's almost like when I hear him talk, it's like my husband always, Dirk always has the... Um, his videos on double speed when he listens to things. And that's what I feel Ben Shapiro when I listen to him, that it's on double speed, but it's actually not. It's his real voice. He's very like energetic when it comes to talking, but apparently they're um, going to make a movie and she's going to produce and act in it. So she right away has a different, different job and a different project. And uh, you will see that more. Before people were like, oh my God, they're canceling us. There's no backup. There's no other companies but you see more and more companies that are coming out with alternatives. So even though this whole Trump thing saga is really bad, in reality, it's a wake-up call for many people. And many people have been awake, awoken and see now that we need a backup. We need to make our own Hollywood, our own music, our own movies, our own people, our own books. And we need to promote them and stay together because we always wanted to just support whoever we want. But apparently the other side is canceling us. So we have to play their own game. And that's also what you see in politics. The Democrats are playing a game. And now they're going to, the coming years, they will get a piece of their own, um, we say a cookie of their own dough in the Netherlands, a piece of their own pie. So it's in a way not a bad thing what's happening. 
it's a in a way a good thing because we see everything for the truth what's happening that there's people doing things that are maybe they want you to to think a certain way if you don't you're being canceled so you need to protect yourself for that and spend your money with people that you believe in and companies you believe in because money talks and that changes everything so now i'm actually more consciously buying books and music from people that i um that i realize are on their own and they are free thinkers and have a beautiful story like i said the other day um buying the book of joy villa i like tom mcdonald a musician so for me a whole new world has opened up also Dirk has showed me tom mcdonald you're the one that was like oh i love this song also dave uh, Chappelle, the comedian he did a whole uh, piece I don't know if it was uh, during uh, some kind of stand-up comedy, but there's a video online that apparently he didn't get the rights to his Dave Chappelle show from Comedy Central, and he asked uh, all the people following him to not watch the sh- uh, show anymore. It tanked, and then Comedy Central turned around. Uh, they made amends with uh, Chappelle. So Chappelle said, you guys have the power. It's it's the power of numbers that can defeat the evil. So and he even referred to what happened at the Capitol. He didn't approve it, but th- this is how you make change. And if you can cancel, get a, can can get a show canceled because of not watching it anymore, you can do way more by not buying stuff anymore or not buying somewhere anymore. Yeah, and they want you to all be inclusive of the people that they want you to be inclusive with, and then forgetting about others. But if they don't treat everybody equally anymore, you have to, you know, choose. Are you okay with that? Which means that other people become victims or are we going to play the same games and then support the people that we are, we support, that we believe in? Because if this continues, they started this. And that's what I also mean with cancel, cancel culture. They are start, they started the cancel culture. And it's funny, they all are talking about healing and unity and all these positive things. I saw Jill Biden put on the front lawn of the White House, all these hearts, because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. For the Dutch watch uh, viewers, tomorrow is a Dutch Valentine's Day edition. I'm also going to do um, talk about what happened in America in Dutch for the people there. And then we're also going to talk about the pol- politics here. And I hope today with the American, the English live stream, that my Dutch friends can also share what's happening in their own country and also the other people around the world that are watching. I know I have people from Peru and Spain and, you know, just what's going on in your your country when it comes to this, this uh, people waking up and the truth of politics. Most people normally didn't care about politics, but everything has become political. And it's always about being political, cor- politically correct, but there's no, it, it means that you have to, if you're politically correct, you have to kind of um, cheat on your your um, conscious. And many people don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say it as it is. And some people have an issue with that. But again, going back to Jill Biden, she put all these hearts out, courage, unity. And then you see on Twitter, Uh, people saying oh finally some decency in the white house they are hoping that the republicans forget will forget about what happened the past years that most people if you don't talk about it you censor people you censor things that it will go away 
But what I feel is that many Republicans, they are so shocked. They have never experienced something like this in their lives. And also people that are not even Republicans are conservatives or Trump supporters or, you know, immigrants that have lived here peacefully for many years. But one side is like, no, let's, we have to come together healing. But then because Joe Biden let the impeachment hoax continue, he could have said, you know what? I'm in office now. It's done deal. Let's President Trump, you know, he's defeated. He doesn't want to accept it. Let's move on. He could have said that. That would have bought, brought more people together. But I know that there's that some polls saying that he has great numbers suddenly. I don't believe it because I speak to the people in the streets and I'm even in the bluest area. And people, what I feel that is happening with the people here that voted Trump out is that they don't want to talk about it anymore. They are living also in a, in a state of shock where it's like, well, Biden is in now. And yeah, there's some things happening, like the 50 executive orders that he did within a few weeks. And they all want to just that it goes away and that they can be happy again. But Biden already said that the mask will be uh, the mask mandate will probably last until next year. So it will not end. We have this whole issue with Cuomo, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, so stay uh, with me. So a lot of news coming out on that too. And um, I feel like people are kind of living, moving along in life here in New York City, but there's no happiness, no excitement, because I think many people feel that what happened is out of control. The censorship, what happened with President Trump, they cannot really celebrate. They they kind of either maybe they feel that in their eyes what Trump did and everything was like the end of America in a way that we feel America is ending the way it was. But it's um, there's no happiness or maybe some young people that are really clueless about what's going on in the world and they try to continue their lives. But I feel like the energy in the city is very much like Okay, and we're all in shock. Everybody's in shock, but there's definitely no unity. And they're hoping, yeah, now we have to talk about healing. I believe there can never be healing if the unsaid is not been spoken about and the issues that um, that have been brought up. And that's why it's so great that since uh, on February 19th, there will be Supreme Court looking at these cases, Linwood versus Georgia, um, Kelly versus Pennsylvania and uh, Sidney Powell versus uh, what's Michigan. And I know that they're being sued by what is it? Uh, that voting machine company, but that Dominion. Yeah, but it means that they also have to do discovery, which would be interesting because that's if you have a court case normally. If one accuses you of something, you can also do discovery, meaning you can look into the evidence. That would be great. So there's and there's a lot of um, court cases still open. So unless those until those are solved and spoken about, and Trump said he's not going to stop. So when they continue, and we have heard and spoke about everything, then there could be a time in the future where both sides can agree that Biden won and that, um, every, you know, we'll go to healing. But this attacks from the Democrats, the only thing the Republicans and the conservatives and the Trump supporters are going to do is 
find ways. How can we stop this? Because they're talking about a Patriot Party if the GOP doesn't support Trump. That was also something I saw that before the vote, they wanted to show this new evidence, I believe, of um, people calling for end of GOP. So they were kind of intimidating, I feel. That's how I it came across to me, intimidating the GOP members. Like, look, this is what they really want to do. They want to end you, um, the GOP, the, the Republican Party. But I, I think that, that uh, we need to... Um, there cannot be any unity in healing. It's like someone... It's like if you're being uh, robbed or raped and then... You know, nothing said and done, and that person walks away. And says, uh, "We should be nice to each other. We should heal together. Healing." You're like, uh, "You just did this to me. That that is not possible. That cannot happen. There needs to still first be due process of everything. Everything needs to be talked about, especially when you start censoring people. It's bad censorship." And I saw someone talk on social media the other day about that certain censorship is good and uh, meaning like if children are being exposed to certain explicit content that should be censored and um you know that when people say all censorship is bad that that's actually not true certain censorship is good but i think for me it is if, if a country has had a law for what is criminal and not for a long time and everybody kind of agrees that that is the law and that is criminal, then that is okay if you censor that because it goes into, if it's being exposed, then the government and the law enforcement can step in to deal with it. But if you on your own, without any law supporting you, start censoring people, and I have to say certain countries, they have come up with these laws to just censor people that say something that they don't like. That That is not okay. And that's what I'm talking about. It's just, if you don't like someone talking, I actually want to hear them speak. Even all these crazy house managers that wanted to impeach Trump, I want to hear what they're saying. I want to hear what they're saying because I can learn from it and I want to know exactly Basically, in, in general, I always want to hear what my enemies, what they say. Um, it gives a lot of information. You can protect yourself better. So, but someone else made this comment. Why are they censoring us? It's because we are the majority. So why do you need, have, feel the need to do that? Are you feeling like it's growing too big and it's affecting you and your policies? But I actually think that even the privacy laws, Europe has very strict uh, privacy laws with the GDPR. I actually think that those are even meant uh, to cancel, to, to silence stuff. Because if, tr try yourself to, to get yourself off of the internet, off of a website, try to uh, uh, request some information, you will, you'll not make it happen. Even though it's your right, it's not gonna happen. But the pol it seems politicians and government workers, especially in Holland, they use this law uh, to censor um, stories about themselves. They they asked uh, ask to be removed from certain platforms, so they hide a lot of information. So it works both ways. They don't only silence people; they also 
silence information. Yeah, they try to, to silence platforms about speaking about them. So government officials, they want to work in anonymity. Anonymity. They want to be anonymous. Yes, and they want to, and they do very um, what they do to certain citizens is really against the law. But they don't want people to talk about them, so they can still work within that anonymity, and they don't have to. And they say it's because, yeah, because they have a tough job, and they don't want um, people to go after them in a personal life. But if you do everything right according to, to the law, then it's it's won't be that many people and those people are doing something against the law you can do something with the law enforcement but if you do it in general for everything and everybody then what are you hiding that's what i feel that's also my experience but you're right it's um my, my experience is that if you check out government officials that are, are harassing you if you check them out for example on linkedin in a couple of weeks they're gone their page has been removed it's gone. And that's also silencing. Yeah, silencing information that people need to know who's dealing with you. There are actually government officials. These uh, government officials are government officials. And they all talk about the people in the, in the Netherlands, for instance. But even America, it's about even the police here. They, You know exactly who... Uh, who, who's, who the officer, what the name is, you can look up their record. That doesn't happen in my country of the Netherlands where um, only politicians, you know what they make every year and you know their name and uh, you can email them. But the people that are working and doing all the hard work and all the... Na- the, 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 the problem the work. Yeah, the groundwork and also the ones that are really ruining people's lives, they stay anonymous they stay we don't know much about them that you know to find an if you have their name you cannot find anything online that's how they stay in power in that country and that's i think in general information is important and uh less censorship is important and of course if uh, if anything that's that hurts people or affects children um and hurts children that that is something that the law enforcement, we have the law enforcement for that. So I don't understand why Twitter, we have seen it all over that they censor the president. And then if you, for instance, copy a tweet of someone else that's not censored and you just change the name to a Democrat, you're suddenly being uh, taken off the internet. So there's definitely 100% bias there. And that's why you see other platforms like Gab and Parler on Locals. I uh, Locals, I have to go on there as well. Telegram, they're all doing much better these days that was one of the most annoying news articles in the last week that some kind of hippie girl she uh, hacked parlor and she saved all the videos of the riots and whatever she literally just downloaded the videos that were on parlor when parlor was still online and nobody talks about the fact that it was completely unnecessary if they wouldn't have taken Parler down. If it was still online, all those videos would have been public. But no, she's the hero and savior, and she's the hacker, and she uh, saved those, uh, saved that footage. It's com- it's the world upside down, the way they report it. Yeah. It's um, a lot of things that we see in the news these days. I see it. I'm, I'm thinking we had a reali- more about it realistically. And the story you're saying, you, you know a lot about internet, so you see that and you're like, uh, okay, she just pressed download. That's easy. Well, the cool thing is that we 
probably can all call ourselves hackers now because apparently the, the threshold is so low that if you can download, you're now a hacker. Okay. Yes. So um, it's very easy these days. Sometimes it is. And the other story that I saw in the Netherlands in the news the other day, which has to do also with this whole cultural thing of pushing certain beliefs onto people, is that this girl was all over the news, even here in America, about that she made a card deck with... She changed. She didn't understand why the king was the highest and then the queen. And then what is the, 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 the third one called? You're into cards. So what is... Uh, the jack? The jack. Yeah, the jack. Sorry. And then uh, with clubs and hearts and all these things. So she made one that was more feminist. And I'm like, okay, why don't you try chess? In chess, the queen is the most powerful. So every game just has something that they... A story that they thought of. And it's not with any like oh, the man is above the woman, or there's other games, every game has their own, but it's just that they want to make it feel like women are, you know, men are taking over. But we hear this from people, and on the other side, we hear about this Biden uh, executive order that transgender women can now compete in sports teams, in schools, and in other, even maybe Olympics, are with the thinking about everything. Like, is that possible? Which then many people that are really feminist say they're taking over the feminist, the all the female sports. Like, why is it okay that if you if you feel like a woman that you can do that? So there's a lot of discussion about what is a true feminist, what does it mean, and I feel many people feel like they're being gaslighted, like. They don't know what is real. We, what I'm throwing into the the mix is also this makeup artist that was doing like 24 hours of being pregnant, and he is male, but he looks very feminine. He has a lot of makeup on. He's very famous. Maybe you should first try 24 hours of being on his period. Oh my God! Yes, certain things are. Only women experience and certain things only transgender women experience. And everybody's unique. There's all unique experiences. But if you do something like that, for instance, with... Um, I'm throwing out all these thoughts, right? Um, for instance, it's okay to change gender, but not okay to change race. Like um, Rachel Dolezal, she was back in the news again because she cannot get a job. She feels black. She acts black. I think she even has mixed kids. Um, she was born white. No, no, no. Isn't Elijah Schaefer from Slightly Offensive, isn't he identifying as a uh, black uh, female transgender woman? What? That's what he always says. Yeah, That's but it's just it's also to make a point. And I remember there was even someone in the Netherlands that said, I feel 50 or four, I feel 40 years old. And he's 70, and he went even to court. No, but there, there's a good reason for that because he was he, he was turning 65, and he wanted to refinance his mortgage, and he wasn't allowed to refinance his mortgage anymore because he was soon to die, according to the mortgage companies. And after 65, you cannot get a mortgage anymore. So he said, "But I'm I'm super fit, I'm healthy, so I identify as a 40 year old male. So I would like to get a mortgage," and he couldn't. Yeah, so there's there's a what the left, the narrative on the left side, which why I do not 
I don't think it's left or right. I think there are just some really stupid people out there and it and and some politicians use it to their advantage but but most left people and most right people are still sane they do, they do not agree with weird weird stuff like that okay i used to maybe agree with you but i have seen so much lunacy from the left side coming and nobody stepping up to say like even on the right side what i notice is if people are going crazy with qanon or something they say hey hold on that's a little crazy right Let's go back to, you know, the middle here. That's a little extreme. But it's uh, the left is letting everybody do whatever. But the point is, what you see in the cultural in America is that we have, people are setting standards, but what are they based on? For one person, it's okay to, like, I saw this picture of a woman, three black women, they were looking at, a woman who was white but wearing um, braided hair, like African-American hairdo. And they were like, uh. But then they had flattened and ironed their hair, making it Caucasian. But that is okay. And then the others, that's not okay. So I, it's very confusing for people that are on the outside. Like, what? when is it okay? Because you look at every situation. Okay, you can identify as a woman, but you cannot identify as a different race. You cannot identify the different age, but you can identify as um, you have no gender. Why is that? Why is and and it used to be very easy. You have a biological reality, and that but you have on one side biological reality, and the other side is your lifestyle. And that lifestyle can be anything, but the biological reality of every person is specific to that person. But they are changing reality, making it fit fantasy. But if I see someone doing that twenty four hours of pregnancy, they can never feel how it is to be pregnant, and. I am a woman and I've never been pregnant. So I don't, I also don't know how it feels like I can only guess only when I am, I know. So it is, um, I'm okay if people trying to do things, but don't make it certain things are normal and others are not. And if you don't want people to judge you for you, for things you do, why are they judging other people? And it's, but it's, it's stupid because isn't the biggest accomplishment to learn to be happy with yourself and this is completely people have been teaching kids that for years and years and years and now they're turning it completely upside down again yeah it's uh it's it's and that's what it's uh, when i say culture war and ideology war in america that's really what's happening and trump just stood in between because trump was it's not even a republicans or it trump is just a different trump stood for equality for everybody everybody's american american first love your country it's a healthy thing i think and you just make trade deals with other com countries and if you uh we've been to the immigration services many times if you saw how many people from all over the world from different countries came in legally under trump if you came legally then that was fine no problem but trust me the process sucks it takes a long time it's super bureaucratic but in the end it works out yeah it's it's not not the most it's not the fairest process out there but in the end if you persist and there are a lot of things i do not agree with people that come here and they get portrayed that like if you uh do it the honest way 
you, you come to the US, after two years you get your green card and then your family can come over. That's not the way it works. Some people that come here, they have they don't see their kids for eight years just because people portray it differently. It's not a flawless process, but there is a process and you have to just confirm. But the people that get conform. through, like, like when you got your green card and I got my green card years ago, um, I was so happy and I was so blessed and I was like, I love America, I respect it. But now I'm thinking, should I continue with my applying for citizenship with what is going on because America's becoming more like the Netherlands. And then if America's becoming more like the Netherlands, why don't I just move back to the Netherlands? And no way. Well, it's a little bit worse, I think in the Netherlands, unfortunately, but it's America, at least a space. So you can hide and go, you know, somewhere rural and not um, bother with anybody. And in the Netherlands, it's very hard because it's a very small country, but it's a social country and they're making america all the things that made america different anybody else why everybody wanted to come they are kind of um ruining it and that's what trump stood in the way i know that there's like this international thing they want um, you know globalism and a world thing but Trump stood in between. You see that also with Brexit and with uh, politicians. Like I see Marine Le Pen in France is doing well in the polls. I don't believe polls. I always say that. But still, I know that she is more popular than some people are hoping for. She could be become uh, prime minister. So there's still things happening in the world. And what is going to happen now? I see that Susan Collins is speaking. Um, let me hear what she's saying because she voted against Trump. Because she's always the one that's a little in between with the Democrats and the Republicans. And she is basically always a long story why she's voting for or against something. But we now know that he uh, Trump is acquitted. What is going to happen next? And that annoys me a lot in the, in the whole politics. Not here and in the Netherlands, everywhere. Everybody thinks they're so important and that we have to listen to their... Well, we're sitting here talking, but I don't really care who listens or not. But those people know that the cameras are aimed at them. They keep talking and talking and talking, take away, taking away your time. Just if, if, if you cannot explain it in three sentences or in an elevator pitch, shut up and sit down. Just go do your job. Don't keep talking all day. Yeah, they uh, less talking, more action. That would be great. And um, the thing is that people all over the world are waking up. They they see what's happening, and you either like one side or the other. And I respect you for it. But it's funny. I have a different view because I used to be very left leaning. More, I thought that was the only way to save the planet, to eat vegan food, to um, and then I realized it was hurting myself. I wasn't becoming a strong person anymore. That I needed to eat meat because it was healthier for me. Then I looked into biodiversity, biodynamic farming, uh, which then I found was saving more animals in the end and more nature. So I'm, I learned first to live. I, I tried it for years to... Um, to uh, What? You didn't see your video, right? No, what video? I cancelled Susan. Oh, you cancelled Susan? What do you mean? 
I don't know what you mean. I'm missing it. But I'm just saying that I used to be, I have a website, Organize Your Life, and it evolved. Like people evolved over the years. What I first thought was, and that's normal. If you can explain it, what happened, it's fine. But people are very extreme also. Like you thought this one time and the other time. So it's better to just live your own life with your own way you evolve. And I was very much into that whole uh, inconvenient truth. We need to save the planet. But then... I, I lived in New York for so many years. I saw that nothing changed for New York. No, nothing in the crazy hurricanes. It's always been like that. Um, so I was really looking like, what is greenwashing and what is actually good for the environment? And I learned that local, taking care of each other, take care of the nature and the environment is the most impactful and not like the electrical cars that are maybe not ex there's no there's less exhaust but then they get their batteries from from these mines in africa where kids work or and all buying making all this new, new stuff is also putting a lot of uh, pressure on the earth and also if you have a lot of children we have to just realize when we live it's an impact in on the world that's a normal thing and you can lower your impact but you also have to live. It's part of life. And that's why I always talk about organize your life in an organic and nice way. Like you cannot be perfect, but you can do little things that make life better. And also maybe your environment and the people around you a little better. It's like when you purchase something like for instance, meat that eat less meat, but buy it at a butcher where you know that they know the animals and that's what we do. We buy locally um, so when they talk about, yeah, the farming and the way they butcher these animals, I'm like, I'm not part of that either. That's something that both the meat eaters and, um, I think the vegans agree on that, that farming is a little, is not right for the animals. We need better care for the animals. That's, that's our goal. And, um, so you look for the ways that, that has the best animal welfare. But just to be sure, you're not specifically talking about climate change and stuff. It's, it's just more about. Uh, more conscious living, right? Yeah, more conscious living and just, um, but a lot of things, the stories and the narrative that we've heard over the years, in 2006, that's when um, Al Gore started about the inconvenient truth that we only had like 10 or 12 years to change the world and otherwise it would end. But now we're here in 2021 and we're still here and it's still nothing happened and people are ice skating all over the world or snow. So it's not like it's the, the climate is heating up like crazy. Um, but it's climate change is normal and it will happen. You just have to work with it instead of trying to change it because mother earth is much stronger than we are. And, uh, it's only being used as a story to get more money out of people's pocket. But like what Trump did was actually more local, like more nature, more clean water. The, I was just checking it the, over the past years, the carbon, um, I say that uh, the exhaust. Uh, it, the earth is, if if the earth wants to get rid of us, the earth will just eradicate us. Yes. Either by completely changing climate or uh, natural disasters. Earth is a little bit like the uh, Chinese government. It just if if they want to get rid of you, they just release it. Just releases some kind of virus or something like that okay that's your opinion no 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 it's a joke it's a joke oh everything is a joke before but we get cancer anyway so what i'm saying is i know what they're thinking a lot of people are now at that position where they're like i need to eat vegan to change that's the only way to change the world and everybody else is bad 
I know where they're coming from because first I thought that as well. But then I did research and I learned that anything you do that you feel is helping the world, of course, at least you're living consciously. But to say that you are you only have the truth and the others don't, and we learn from experience, we learn over the years. And I learned new things. So I have now followed a place where I'm living a peaceful life with as minimum impact as uh, I can, but it's, it's a normal way of living. It's not like I'm going crazy. It's just when I purchase something, I'm trying to uh, be smart with my money and with the products I buy and where I buy it. And um, it counts for everything, but anything extreme is just not okay. So let's live in the middle and be smart and more calm and more thoughtful of people around us. I think community is the number one. And in America, just going back to Trump, it's um, his that what for a lot of people that was what he stood for. Like America is great, America, everybody's Americans. That's why so many people of different backgrounds are supporting President Trump and we're walking around with the Trump hats. We saw so many only we only saw black people in America in New York walking around with uh, "Make America Great" hats, not "Make America Great Again" hats. So. It's, it's a very diverse group. And if you're starting with the media and everybody's saying that those people don't exist, they're all extreme right people. That's so that's just not true. They're normal people. And I want to give you one tip. Um, I watched the whole impeachment on C-SPAN and in the future, but also if you want to have time and you just want to turn it on and watch it again, what they do in between breaks is they ask people to call in, Republican, Democrat, Independent, and talk about how they view the process and what they think. And so far, I thought they let them just say what they think. And if you hear that, you hear that there's a lot of people that support Trump 100%. Normal women, normal men, normal, normal. And just American people. Some uh, highly educated. Some uh, work in um, important jobs. Some don't. Like, um, I don't know. It's just very diverse. So it was interesting to hear that because you don't really hear that from other channels. And um, it's just good that, that, you know, to have some more that you can make up your own mind where you think about what's happening in America. And what is happening for Trump? Well, I think that he is, uh, you will hear from him for sure. I don't know what time exactly. It depends also what the Democrats are going to do. Uh, it's good possible. I don't even know, but. I heard talks that they're going to do another vote that can ban him from ever running again. I don't know if that's constitutional, if they can do that. But they're definitely going to try everything to stop him. I heard Nikki Haley came out and said, yeah, we followed him, but we shouldn't follow him anymore. And I was like, okay, you lost your chance to become president because ever in the future, because I know that that's what she wants. Because anybody that's throwing Trump under the bus when he's on the lowest of the low, but we're there when he was winning, people will see them as traitors and cheaters. And, you know, you don't kick someone when they're already down. You are always following your conscience, And that's how you make a decision. You're not going to just leave someone when they're down. If you get married to someone, you stay with them in the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. And unfortunately, many people are opportunists and they will only stay with you or stay with someone when they're having an amazing time and they're very successful. 
and they're winning, 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 but they leave them right when they're losing everything. And I think it says a lot about someone's character if you stay with someone and support them, even in hard times. And that's what I like, for instance, about Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and those kind of guys in the political sphere, because they stood by him from the beginning to the end. They always said the same story. Also, Melania Trump, you can say a lot, but she has gotten so much hate. And now the way they, they swoon over Jill Biden and still there, she's just opened her office for M Melania Trump. And right away, negative comments. She never did anything. She should divorce him. But apparently they have even her friend who was who left her and, and wrote a book about her say that they have a loving relationship. They're married and she has never showed any signs of that she wanted to leave or whatever. She stood by him and she's still standing by him when he's in a low, low, um, you know, this is a low point in his life. And Trump said once in a video that he was going to, uh, he wa wanted one time to have a time where he would lose everything and then he would know who would stood by him. His real, who his real friends are. And in a way, this is what you hope for in life. And this is what happened to me years ago when I was a successful model. I did really well, I think. And I was going to parties and events. And I had a few friends around me that they acted like the best friends. But then when I fell ill and I couldn't get out of bed for months, many of them just moved on to the next best friend, next best girl model that to hang out with. So I learned a lot from them. Because they don't understand that when you fall ill, you suddenly cannot do anything. And the friends that I kept are the ones that are still my best friends. And that became stronger because you know who you can rely on in hard times. And you also know the ones you cannot rely on. And uh, it just sh makes a good shift. So for me, in my life, fall falling ill and having nothing and feeling so low and like I thought I was never going to get any better, really helped me. It made me more whole and more understanding how you need to support people that are low, uh, in a in low point in their lives. And um, because traumas and low points and high points, both are not going to last forever. Nothing lasts forever. You have a moment where you do well, and then you have a moment where you have to just go through hard times and eventually you will get back to high points in your life. It's a wave. Your life is a wave. And low points are not the worst. You can, it's actually teaching you a lot. If you use that time and those moments to teach you and to strategize how to move on with your life and to move forward, it's very helpful. But if you, especially with the shift of friends, it's very interesting. It's really helpful. And, um, you can also enjoy high points in time or little successes like that. I have so many people watching my live stream now. I could have never imagined that a few years ago because I couldn't even get out of bed. So, and Dirk knows that. In the meantime, Trump gave an official statement. Oh yeah. Can you read about it? Can you read well, it's it? Basically out? he thanks his legal team. He's a little sad that, uh, the law is turned into a political, uh, what is it used for political vengeance these days? Um, he, he thinks this is just another uh, phase in the in the entire witch hunt that went on for the past four years. Uh, he thanks all the people that are still behind him. That's basically the gist of it. Oh, nice. 
Well, I think this is a little celebration. Oh, and he refers to the fact that it has only just begun. Oh, he said that? This, in a way, it's exciting too, you know? It's, it's, it has, you know, we know what he said. If you follow Trump, for the people that haven't followed Trump from the beginning and watched every, every event from beginning to end, you know exactly what he said and what he didn't say. And I think his team this week really did a good job showing some of these uh, these clips. For instance, the fine people hoax, what he said about there's fine people on both sides. They showed the whole clip. So many people, that was the first time that they saw it because the most networks don't show that whole clip that he said there were people on both sides that were fine, but there were also people causing trouble and that he wasn't, he didn't like the people that were causing trouble. I don't know exactly what he said, but it was good that everybody saw the whole clip. Um, it's the same with the bleach gate. They said that he inject bleach. He never said that, but some, some, uh, reporters talked about bleach and the whole world took over bleach gate, bleach this, the Trump says you should, and they all joked. Yeah. Don't listen to Trump. He tells you to uh, inject bleach, which was not a true. So the truth will always come out. But if you watch him from beginning to end, which a lot of people did, you know what he said, you know what happened. And then everybody that says these things that are, you're like, okay, whatever. You never followed him. You don't know. And I think it's a strength that you know. It, it took a lot of time. Five years following everything. It's the only way you can know the whole truth. Because the media is going to change the narratives. Uh, social media companies will censor things. You have politicians that are paid for. Um, it's, it's very hard. But I believe, I tweeted that today, the truth will come out. And just like the biggest example why time is on our side, the time will sanitize the truth and remove all the lies. That's what I said. Um, Governor Cuomo, I, if people followed me in the beginning when I started doing these live chats and I wasn't good at it at all, but there were like five people watching, um, I talked about that Governor Cuomo did a lot good for us. He was on TV every day giving us updates, but he did one thing wrong and he put in place this order, the executive order on March 25th, 2020 to tell um, patients that were not good enough to, to uh, or bad enough to be stay in the hospital, that they had to be brought back to their nursing home, even if the nursing home couldn't take them in and keep them separate from other people. And what happened is that I already know last year in March, April, that many people were dying because of that. Because with elderly people, you know, you have to protect them more. The virus is very terrible for them. And you um, want to keep the virus out of these nursing homes. They're fragile, these people. But what we didn't know and we found out later, well, first of all, Cuomo was on TV and he was enjoying it and he was hating on Trump and he was screaming, I need 44,000 um, ventilators. And then Trump said, I'll get you a hospital ship. I'll get you 8,000 ventilators right now. They never needed it, but uh, I'll get you PPE, the protective gear. I'm going to do everything I can to get you the stuff you need. So he was thankful for him at one point. You couldn't say that he did a bad job because Trump delivered that hospital ship was kept empty for a long time. No, only a few patients, even though it could keep thousand people. So I remember clearly this one time a, 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 a journalist asked Cuomo, why didn't you use the hospital ship for these, these patients? Well, it's a federal thing. 
So, you know, it's something that Trump and we didn't, just like he didn't ask for it, but he could have asked Trump, hey, we have this issue with these elderly people that are in the hospital, they're taking up space. Can they please move to your federal hospital? And he didn't do that because probably the hatred of Trump was too big to ask him another favor. But, uh, and he also didn't want to look maybe that, that Trump was doing a good job. But also, why did he put in place this order to get these people in the in the back in the nursing homes? Everybody questioned that from the beginning on. Why would you bring people that are ill to people that are fragile? But and imagine, yeah, a, a while ago, restaurants sued Governor Cuomo over the indoor dining ban. Yeah. Now it became clear that he is responsible for the death of thousands, tens of thousands of Americans. Don't you think he, he'll get sued at one point? Well, okay, I'll tell you the, the, the yeah. So people sued him already for the hospital, for the deaths, but I'll tell you what is happening right now. So we already knew that thousands of people died, but we didn't know, and that's his assistant, Melissa DeRosa, who was also in every live press conference. She was sitting there. She always looked a little upset or mad or whatever. Now I know why. She told Democrats... I don't know if it was a phone call or, but she told them that we have, um, that the, that they didn't tell the, all the, 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 the whole story with how many people died, that the actual number was 50% higher of the people that died. They, when Trump asked, when Trump is in office and they asked for the numbers that people dying in nursing homes, they froze and they didn't want to tell the real numbers. So they didn't, and they froze the numbers. They didn't talk about it anymore. So this was on purpose. They knew about this, that they didn't tell the whole truth. We have this um, weather meteorologist, how do you say that? Anyway, this weather woman, uh, Janice Dean is her name and she, her parents-in-law, they, they, her in-laws, they died. And she has been fighting Cuomo over this. Like you have sent people to nursing homes and people died because of it. And I think there's more people. Yeah. But so everybody these days likes to make the comparison between the second world war and what's happening now. But this is actually almost a one-on-one -on -one situation because then somebody was sending people to a certain chamber to die. And he, he literally did the same. He could have sent people to the hospital ship, but instead he just said, go to the nursing homes. And he eradicated everybody in there. Yes. So we'll talk a little bit more, but first I want to say Vivo, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate your stickers and questions. You say great reporting and opinion pieces. Keep up the good work. Well, I can only do it because of people like you. And Dirk can only do it because of people like you and we, we intend to keep going and we love to hear your questions and little signs of support. I hope you're having a great birthday as well. Oh, oh let's continue about the story with Cuomo. So Melissa DeRosa, that's what came out, said that, that she, they knew that they didn't tell the whole truth. And now the Republicans, but also Democrats are saying Cuomo needs to resign or needs to be an investigation. But even Mayor de Blasio, who I think is the worst mayor, is now, he doesn't like Cuomo at all. And they always have arguments. But Cuomo always had the emergency powers over de Blasio in the city. So that meant that de Blasio could never do anything in the city unless May, uh, Governor Cuomo of New York said that it was okay. Whether it was opening the schools, if de Blasio said it, Cuomo was like, I don't know about that yet. We'll see. We'll see if we're going to do that. And it's because if you 
announce a state of emergency in your state, you take over all the decisions in the specific cities. So de Blasio really wants that emergency powers gone. And he's using this uh, nursing home scandal to do that. So what has happened over time is that Cuomo came out talking about how good his COVID response was. And he went for it. He came out with a book about it. And he even won an Emmy for his uh, great response. So now people are calling for him to um, give back the Emmy or to take back the Emmy. We hear more. So this is just the first week that we hear about this, but we already knew this. And if the, for the people that follow me, I said last year, so everything was okay, but that was a really big problem. And we'll probably hear more about it. So now we are here. Sometimes you have to have patience a year later and it's biting him in the ass and we will hear more about it. And Janice Dean, she, some are people even saying that she should run for governor um, she's a woman, so you know that's what people want these days, right? W- uh, women uh, in the top, and uh, even Meghan McCain was uh, supporting her. So, which you know she is also kind of independent. She's a Republican, but she's against Trump because John McCain and Trump didn't really like each other. So it's um, a lot is happening on that level. We'll hear more, but especially that part that they now discovered that Melissa Rosa was saying, we knew that there were more people. Um, yeah, then that that is an issue. And what we heard in our own uh, with friends, we we know friends that that were at a nursing home and um, someone they have been out. Okay, so I'll tell you what is going on. So last year. They were locked up. They were getting x-rays to see if they had any uh, COVID and they closed off the whole space. Nobody's allowed to come into this nursing home. Even family members, some have not even seen them for three months, four months. It's been closed and they haven't even been outside, which is bad. You need fresh air. You need sunlight to live, but they don't even give, I don't think they even give vitamins or stuff like that or advice from that. But anyway, so these elderly people are inside. Apparently, someone let in someone with uh, a friend, and that friend turned out to carry COVID, and then the whole top floor was eradicated. The top floor, all the people died. And then the people on the lower floor, they were separated, so they were kept out of it. But imagine the whole floor dying. That's what we've seen in New York, that nursing homes, completely hundreds of people, more or more, in one nursing home, or 20 in this nursing home, 30 in that, like... If that virus is in a nursing home, it completely wipes out a whole yeah, group. And there's, I, th- I think it's 10 or 13 or 15,000 people that died in nursing homes in New York alone. New York is like the top place together with California with the most people dying. It's, it's in the end, you can say that, yeah, despite Cuomo writing a book and getting an Emmy and being on TV every day, yeah, but the result was that so many people died because, like I said before, one mistake can kill thousands of people. If you are a governor or president and you make one mistake that is making the difference between people dying or killing, that needs to be investigated. And in America, as you know, the COVID response is the governors are responsible. The president is not. Um and the governors decide if a state is open or not. And the governor decides if, um, you know, if people have to wear a mask or whatever. Even though now Biden is talking about a, a statewide, a countrywide mandate. 
most things need to be des- decided on the lower level, but most people want to be governor and g- receive a lot of money and praise when everything is going well, but they don't want to take responsibility when things go bad or they make a mistake. They don't want to own up to it. So we have to see if what Cuomo is going to do. Also his brother works at CNN. They have been doing these sketches all the time, talking to each other, how great he was doing it. Um, it's it's uh, been like theater, and we know now that that a lot of mistakes were made. So in New York, we will hear mar- much more about the Republicans and Democrats that are actually working together to oust Governor Cuomo. In L.A. and in California, the petition to remove Gavin Newsom, the governor, got over 1.5 million um, signatures, and now... I know the election, they don't want to do signature verification, but for this, you have to do signature verification to make sure that all um, signatures are legit. And that's why the people asking for more signatures. So if you live in California, you can um, add your signature because they want to just have some extra in case uh, a few fall through. But they needed 1.5 million uh, signatures to uh, get a recall, uh, Gavin Newsom election, and get a new governor. So, uh, on there's a lot of ways to get people out of office. For a mayor, it's harder because you need, for instance, to oust um, De Blasio. You also need 1.5 million. If you see that that uh, the city has like eight and a half million people, that's a big percentage. But for a whole state, one and a half is is easier to do. It's one four. What? 1.4. For de Blasio only got 760,000 votes, some somewhat in that direction. So it doesn't seem fair that he can be voted in by half of what he needs to be voted out. That's it's ridiculous. It should be a percentage. Yeah. If you know the tur- the turn up was only a little over 1.4 million. H- how are you gonna get? 1.4 million votes to get him out. It's it's a ridiculous amount. Exactly, but in two years, in 2022, yeah, next year we'll have an election. The Blasio's out, and we hear um, Andrew Yang is doing well for the Democrat side, but I think there's also going to be Republicans running. So it's very possible that there's going to be a switch again, just like Giuliani was a Republican. It can happen also in New York. You also have to understand that the state of New York is very big. And we have a few cities like New York city where everything is the bluest of blue, but the rest is pretty red. So to get a governor that is Republican is very much possible. And a mayor in New York, it really depends, Uh, you know, Staten Island is also Republican. So I think you just have to be lucky, but I think Andrew Yang has a good chance because it's a blue city and he's a Democrat and he was running for office and he's uh, he's wants basic income for people. So I think many people are liking that idea. So he probably well, has a good chance. Since New York chance. is ruined anyway. Yeah. Let just, them fix just, it. Ju- no, just try it. Try the whole universal basic income thing. If he can make it work for uh, the amount of people that are in New York, why not? Let it... Give him a shot. It's okay. Yeah. He's following me, so I sometimes give him advice. It's really interesting. The people that follow me on Twitter, um, the the blue check marks, um, very diverse group of people, because I don't fit into one group. I support people based on their beliefs and their actions. 
actions speak louder than words. And I just am myself. I also encourage everybody to do think for yourself, research. I do these live chats to talk a little bit about how I see it and maybe trigger you to look something up. That's why we sometimes show you also websites and things where you find more information. Because I want people to think for themselves. And if you don't agree with me on someone something, I don't care. That's that's fine. But I'm telling you also what I'm doing with my life. And I'm um, supporting people that are letting their brain come loose from that whole ridiculous, you know, thought narrative that people are forcing on us. Um, you can think different as some difference it's it's fine somebody was talking about greta thunberg in yeah. the in the chat so you say was, that uh, with a swedish accent uh, but so i was i was checking what the story was i couldn't really find found it find it but apparently greta is also waking up to what's happening in the in the world because she posted this on her uh, instagram it's a room full of people for the people who are listening in a room full of people at the uh, Paris, uh, the one planet summit in Paris. So the, the, the guy on the stage asked who wants change and everybody is sticking up their hand. Then he asked, asks, uh, who wants to change? So it gets quiet. And then he asks who wants to lead the change and the, uh, everybody in the audience is gone all of a sudden. So it's basically a bunch of bullshit that they all uh, spow the, the the all those elites and politicians because yeah because nothing's really gonna you can say a lot about Greta Thunberg but she I was also 13 years old when I started uh, my career in the world and uh, when you're young she was 16 I believe um, she or now she's 18 years old you can say a lot about her but she's definitely following through with uh, her beliefs and they're sometimes extreme. Like she doesn't want to take a plane. She wants to take a boat across the ocean to get somewhere. But many people talk about you. You have to change your behavior, but then they don't do it themselves. And they talk about, you cannot fly like that anymore. And then they take private jets all the time. And you, and then they say, yeah, yeah, but we, we offset it. Well, the planes, the private planes still took up so much more, um, fuel, then you're saying that people shouldn't fly anymore. And then you could have taken a normal plane and you could have buy, bought business class or something to have more space. And you would have flown around the world in, in very good, uh, in a very nice way. And then you wouldn't have put up so much in the environment that uh, your, your carbon footprints, the same with, with uh, John Kelly, What's his name? John Kelly? Kerry? John Kerry? He's like, I need to fly. Um, he's not an ambassador to climate change or something. And he needs to fly only in private jets too. So they, I keep saying that private jet thing. If they tell you to do one thing and make everything more expensive, you need to pay more taxes for flying and they don't do it themselves, then they're full of BS. And that's what Greta Thunberg and I, we agree on. And they agrees on. That's, you I, can... I just feel really sorry for her. They, th she she looks very unhealthy. She, they're, they're, she, they're using her for something. They're completely destroying her childhood. And in a couple of years, maybe, maybe, I hope it all works out for her, but maybe 
it, it can also be that she's completely messed up in a couple of years. I feel really sad for her. Yeah, because she's a world uh, name now. But it's, you know, blah, blah, blah is not going to change the world. She and has 5 million followers, so she can always become one of those Instagram uh, she can go it, on influencers. Yeah. And it, she can promote the goat woolen socks. What is that? Geitenwolle sokken. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... She's also standing for something that she's actually doing. So if you say something, you should also do it. That's why I have my website, organizeyourlife.com. You can show it, Dirk, and then we can talk about it a little bit. But it's... I have had it up for a long time, and I sometimes change articles. But a lot of articles that I wrote 10 years ago are still very recent, like very... Still mean a lot these days. And... We, um, and I just build on that. It's a, it's my work, uh, life. I said, um, it's your life's work, my life's work. And it's just simple, simple things you can do. Like those five rules to healthy food, five tips to consume less. It's, I think the basis of less carbon footprint is to, uh, just buy less and good quality products. Um, nothing is sponsored. Nothing is paid for. No, it's just myself. Is, yeah. I I, I uh, sponsored myself and I paid for everything myself with my own money that I made through modeling. But now, you know, I I need to also start doing things uh, to pay my own groceries. But I still continue my my things I believe in. I work with the Circle of Five. And it's an interesting concept which helps people to just find their passion in life. And Greta Thunberg, her passion is to really show people different ways to travel and less karma footprints. And I have more, I want to have people to live a more conscious life and more, you know, be supported in what they do and just find their passion because it's only nice and fun to live a life if you have found your passion. And it's really unfortunate that you see so many people, even with the lockdown, that lost their passion or don't know how to deal with themselves being by themselves and everybody has a unique quality and something they're very good at and a passion you just have to find it and that's what i hope to do so yeah and i explain things with videos like cancel culture and uh, so help people to understand what it works um you know how it works and how we can stop it it's really about positivity and it's Calling out hypocrisy, but also focusing on positivity. Don't play. You have to kind of defend yourself if they attack you to, you know, playing their games. But everything can be positive. If you spend your money with an artist that you love, that is conservative or that is not part of that Hollywood elite or movie that is not part of the, movie, uh, the Hollywood elite. Um, I believe that Uncle Tom, that movie, I watched half of it. I'm going to watch the rest today. It's also a movie that's not part of the Hollywood elite. It's about how um, black people in America, when they are more conservative, how they are being called names from within their own community and how they deal with it. It's a very interesting movie for pe for anybody for you uh, to see. Maybe, Dirk, you can put a link and um, then you can also watch it. To the video. No, for the movie, Uncle Tom. Yeah, yeah, but it's, okay. So, but here it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know if that is. Well, at least the Instagram account you can share that with people. I'll check it out. And 
Well, Sylvia, I see, I can see nothing positive in what Greta does. Sorry. Well, what she does is she believes in something and she stands for it and she doesn't. That's what she's calling out all these people that say one thing but do something else. So there's a lot you can say about her, but she is actually not flying business class. She is taking a boat, even though it's maybe she thinks that that's the best way to save the planet. Maybe it's actually consuming more time and time is money and maybe going by boat is in the end you know there's a lot of ways to look at it but she's at least trying to do her part and that's people that try to do their part without enforcing it on you is is something you can just you know they're they found their passion let them do it and you have to find your passion but they shouldn't call you out for things that and you shouldn't that's what the problem with people that these also with people that are vegan they they basically sometimes don't even want to date people that are not vegan and they completely shut out everybody that has a different opinion. That is not the way the, the world will be saved. For sure not. And um, it's possible that she's programmed. She's a young woman. And uh, it's possible also that this is just something that comes from her and her parents are supporting her. I also, when I was a model, I started when I was 13. My parents in the beginning supported me through it all. So I recognize a little bit. And it's important that parents protect young children that are suddenly in the spotlight. So I think that uh, that is that is important that her parents support, support and protect her. Uh, it's very important. Many young kids are not protected from the evil in the world. And I also wish for Greta that she has that, that she has the support from her people around her. Um, yeah, so you, that movie, I'm going to watch that one. That's, um, you know, I'm just supporting positive, um, thoughts. Um, but also being realistic that there won't be any healing that we need to, you know, if this continues and they started something and we will not forget. And we now have a day to celebrate. We have Trump, um, was acquitted and that's the justice has been served. Like you said, it's only begun, which everybody's hoping for that, that, uh, you know, truth will come out. Like with Governor Cuomo, we thought for a year that he was the best thing ever and the truth came out in the end. And we will hear more about that. It's the same as with uh, Biden. I saw that Tara Reid, the woman that accused him of um, rape or sexual misconduct, um, is coming out with a book that's released on February 22nd. So things are moving on. People that believe, even if they have a big setback or if they don't have the person they like in office, only weak people just quit and give up. Strong people continue their life and are continuing their, their things they believe in. And it's also, I know that in the Netherlands we have, uh, we have um, elections coming up. We hope for the best. It could be that Again, someone is in office that you don't like, but the movement, the people, that can change everything. And you, there are many people hope that you give up, that time takes time to do things. It's time to do court cases. It's time to get justice out. But it's the only thing that's worth fighting for in the end. Those are the things I have it in my own life with my court case. If you know that something is wrong, you want to set the record straight and you want justice for yourself or for someone else, you continue because you know that you're doing it for the righteous reasons. And that's what Trump always said. You keep going. And sometimes you have a setback, 
and the whole world is against you, you just have to take it in. You just have to accept it. And then you have to fight, but not the physical fight, but the fight for life and the fight to continue on and to get the truth out and be smart, be smart. Because one thing I can say is that the Democrats, one thing they have in common is they have been united to fight Trump. And the Republicans and Trump supporters weren't as united. They were calling Trump out for things he didn't do right in their eyes. And But the Democrats are not doing that. And the media, they love Biden. Nothing he will do is wrong unless they want someone else in, of course. When, when it's Because right now we don't hear anything about Kamala. It's very quiet. So Biden is doing all these uh, unfavorable uh, executive orders. Um, but that's what you learn if you... Um, the, the strength is to be united and America is the United States of America. So you have to kind of go back to the basis and try to be united again for what United States of America was. And I know Nancy Pelosi said the enemies within us, uh, is and within she's the leader and she's the leader. She said the enemies within in uh, our chamber or something like that. And I agree, but we think the opposite and She's trying to do everything uh, to uh, fight it and other people, and they are united. And so far they moved it to the impeachment trial, but he was acquitted. Trump is not guilty. So in the end, because it was based on lies, it didn't work. But if it's based on truth, you can push it forward and make things happen, I think. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I think positivity is the key. Uh, don't forget, it's the number one thing of propaganda is repeating, repeating, repeating. Yes, but this is a very good bridge to something I wanted to say. Because people in the chat are talking about uh, Naomi Seibt. She's the uh, German version of uh, Greta, but she is, not, she is uh, mentioned as a climate change denier. And that is something, the whole propaganda and stuff... And with the elections in Holland coming up, something you have to be aware of, that they use certain kinds of wording uh, to mislead you. And uh, you should Google Frank Luntz, Frank L-U-N-T-Z. He is the one who made up all of those bullshit words, like uh, instead of a death tax, the tax you pay when somebody passes away, you have to give like 60% or something to the government. Instead of a, a death tax, he suggests to call it a estate tax. Uh, Patriot Act. You cannot vote against the Patriot Act. In this case, th that little girl Naomi, who is uh, the, 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 the opposite from Greta, she is instantly called a climate change denier. So that way they don't even give her a chance. Google him, Frank Luntz. Yeah, but isn't he the pollster? No, There's apparently he's, he's also... Uh, the Frank Luntz, he's the guy that always does these polls. I shared a video of him, if it's the same guy. No, it's a different different Frank. Frank Luntz, the other one is... He has a beard, this one. No, I don't. yeah, he used to have, but he has a little bit like droopy eyes. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently he, but he, he was one of the guys behind that whole uh, name. I will I don't know, but he's uh that's also interesting. I shared a video of him uh, about with that uh, with um, voters 
that he was doing um, an, a chat with many voters, the Biden voters, Trump voters, and it's totally derailed. And he was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Because he asked, what do you think of America and our future? Deceased. Um, done. It's like they said all the worst words about America. He's like, oh my God, this is terrible. It was a really funny video, actually, um, because it's the truth. Um, there's no unison under un United America under Biden. Because he continues the, you know, he said the impeachment had to go on. So people remember that. And that's the thing with propaganda is repeating words that stay in your head and they keep repeating it. So even if it's not based on the truth, you think that that's what's happening. You're linking that person to that. It's like you say with that girl, if they keep saying her she's climate change denier, then people feel like she is, even though maybe she's never said that. She maybe said climate changes all the time. She just has a different opinion. Why are you denier? Yeah. Is what, what, so so what what is Greta? Yeah, I think climate uh, is changing. It's normal, but the and the other thing with propaganda is uh, eliminating, which is all censorship, eliminating things that happens, so you don't think about it. And in for instance, upcoming elections in the Netherlands, I know that uh, they're trying to hide a lot of stories, so it's up to us to bring them up again and talk about it a lot because they only do it with certain parties that. They don't want to be uh, in um, leading. And what I think when they, they attack certain uh, people like that, I'm like, oh, so they're probably on the right side. They're probably on the, uh, well, literally, but they're probably, they don't want them to be in power. So maybe they have a point. Maybe they actually fight for the, for the people. So when they're trying to go after people with cheap shots and cheap things, that's what you always know. That's what with Trump. They're so petrified why do you censor people why are they so afraid of trump because there's such a big group behind him that don't want that whole plans that um that that group wants and um they don't want it they're afraid that's why he has to be eliminated he cannot run for office anymore which is everything against democracy and the constitution and he's acquitted this is a process second time and he will carry it with pride i think he will be going on with his life and continuing his everything there was a little setback but he's carrying i think these impeachments with pride because it was so cheap and such a political tool that it doesn't in the future it also doesn't really mean that much it's just a way to keep people up from doing their stuff um it's um, he. I think he will carry it with pride. And the more the Democrats and everybody else is going to demonize Trump and the supporters, the more of a martyr he will be, a living martyr, and the more support he will actually get. Because people tend to, when they realize that someone's being attacked unfairly and they're the underdog, that that usually people are, you know, like, oh, that's unfair. Why do you do that? They don't like people attacking other people and. They usually support the weaker ones. It's like also a human. So there's a lot of human behavior that is normal, that is actually useful, and that is in favor of Trump. And we'll see what's happening. You know, I'll do an English live stress chat soon. I want to thank uh, Special Vivo for your support today. And uh, there were no any special questions today. And... Tomorrow I have a Dutch chat, so for my Dutch friends, and then a few days an English one, so then I'll know what the Democrats are up to next. But if you want to support me, my 
merchandise, my PayPal, my you patron. Great to have live uh, updates from me. And otherwise, thank you so much for being here with uh, me. Like, subscribe, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.